Megan, I have been using our sponsor Element, that's L-M-N-T, to boost my hydration for over a month now, and I'm really loving it. I'm just not very good at drinking plain water, and I love the taste when I pop one of these little packets, I like orange or grapefruit, into a big bottle of water. It's kind of fruity and salty, and it just helps me hydrate better overall. Element is a zero-sugar electrolyte drink mix born from the growing body of research that shows the best health outcomes occur with higher sodium levels. Each little pack delivers a significant dose of electrolytes, but minus sugar, artificial colors, and other iffy ingredients. Element's flavors are so unique, like fruity watermelon salt and spicy sweet mango chili. And we're going to set our listeners up with a variety pack so you can find your favorite. Right. You can receive a free Element sample pack containing eight flavors with any drink mix purchase when you purchase through our custom link, drinkelement.com slash momhour. That's D-R-I-N-K-L-M-N-T slash momhour. This offer is available exclusively through our partnership and is available for both new and returning customers. And if you're an Element Insider, you'll have first access to Element Sparkling, a bold can of sparkling electrolyte water. Again, it's drinklmnt.com slash momhour. Hi, I'm Sarah. And I'm Megan. We're two moms with eight kids between us, from little to grown. We're in different areas of the country and in different stages of life. But we both know that motherhood's a lot easier when real moms share tips and encouragement. And remind you that it's really all going to be okay. We're not experts. We're parents who've been there. We're not perfect. We're real. Welcome to the Mom Hour. Hey, everyone, and welcome to the Mom Hour. I'm Sarah Powers. I'm here with Megan Francis. Hey, Megan. Hey, Sarah. What's up? Uh, Not much. This is one of our More Than Mom episodes, which we are having a lot of fun doing a couple times a month on Sundays. We do like to let you know it's different from the parenting content that you'll get every Tuesday. So if you're new around here, stick around, but also come back and check out our ever helpful, insightful, (laughs) encouraging episodes. If we do say so ourselves. If we do say so ourselves. But these are also really fun. These are fun. Yeah, we had a listener point out that we always sound like we're apologizing for them. And I think she's actually right. Like She is right. We're way too apologetic. Yeah, so So, this is, we are not apologizing for the fluff that's about to come. It's just totally different um, in in a different wonderful way from what you're used to on Tuesday. So today we're talking about, Megan, this was your idea. Do you want to set it up? Sure. So I just thought it'd be really fun for us to talk about um, our personal decor styles through the years. I know mine has changed dramatically and I figured we would start like in high school yeah. and go, like and describe our high school bedrooms and how I, I spent a lot of time thinking about decor in me, high school. Me too. And I can't believe some of the stuff I picked out now, but okay. And, and just like how it changed like in college yep. and then how it changed through our early twenties. And yeah, and I have so all kind um, of Go ahead. Yeah, no, I was going to say some of your ideas, I'm like, draw a blank, especially when they involve pop culture, as we know. But this one, I have very specific uh, (laughs) memories and probably photos. I feel like I could dig up some photos. So this is going to. Oh, my gosh. I wonder if I could do the same. That would be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Megan, the end of the school year and kickoff to summer is a busy time of the year for families. But we can all eat stress free and hit our wellness goals with ready to eat meals from our sponsor, Factor. Factor's delicious meals are never frozen and can be ready to eat in just two minutes. You can pick from a weekly menu of 35 options, including popular choices like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Plus, they have more than 60 add-ons like breakfast, lunch, snacks, and beverages to keep you fueled all day long. 
So our team was comparing notes recently on our favorite factor meals, and Katie loved the herb-crusted chicken with mashed cauliflower and toasted almond green beans. I loved that one, too. And get this, so did her little boy, Charlie. She heated it up for lunch one day, and Charlie, who's three, ate almost all of the green beans. I mean, that's quite an endorsement, right? I was going to say, what a parenting win. (laughs) And I get it, Charlie. Those green beans are crazy good. And if you really want to treat yourself, they even have meals with filet mignon, shrimp, truffle butter, broccolini, and asparagus. Listeners, head to factormeals.com slash momhour50 and use code momhour50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's code momhour5050 at factormeals.com slash momhour50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. Okay, Megan. Well, over here at the Mom Hour, we are big fans of our sponsor, Our Place. In fact, you, me, and our team member, Katie, were all comparing notes on our favorite product. Katie was telling us that even though she's packing up to move her family to a new house, she cannot put that mini perfect pot from Our Place into the boxes yet because she's using it like every night. Well, as someone who also has a perfect pot, I got mine as part of their mini home cook duo set. I get it. It's nonstick, which is key, but it also has all these handy features like a steam release lid with a built-in strainer and this nice beechwood spoon that nests on the handle in this perfect little peg. Okay, well, I didn't get this pot, but now I want it. That sounds so great. Our Place's cookware is great to cook with, beautiful to look at, and healthier for us as well. All of Our Place's products are made without PFAS, also known as Forever Chemicals. In addition to their cookware and tableware, Our Place is also making waves with their Wonder Oven, the most stylish all-in-one air fryer and toaster oven. Again, free from the Forever Chemicals found in many of those air fryers. Listeners, Our Place offers a 100-day trial with free shipping and returns, and we've got a great deal for you. Go to fromourplace.com and enter the code MOMHOUR at checkout to receive 10% off site-wide. That's fromourplace.com, code MOMHOUR. Sounds great. Do it, guys. Do it, because we're talking about decor. We are, and I'm actually just cracking up wondering, like, what kind of, what kind of, like, if I'd had the same sofa from high school on and I'd just swapped out... If I just swapped out the cover, what kind of cover would I have had in 1992, which is a date I'm going back to as I'm flying in the like the time machine right now. And for you, high school would have been a little later. So you would have started high school when like 94 fall of 94. I started high school. Yeah. And I started in 91. So, yeah, not that far. Yeah. Um, Okay, I'm going to ask you to describe your bedroom in 1994. Okay. I have, um, this is like, I love this. I have like really specific memories. I'm going to try and tell uh, two stories very quickly. One is that um, the house I mostly grew up in from third grade to high school, like a big sprawling 60s ranch style. um, And one bedroom was kind of at one end of the house and had like its own um, outside entrance and all this stuff. And I just, my brother and I decided to switch rooms. He had been in that room And we decided when our parents were out one night to switch bedrooms. So we dragged all of the furniture. Like we thought (laughs) we were about such a teenage thing. I think I was in eighth grade. So going into high school. And so he would have been in sixth grade. And and so he wasn't like manly sized yet. So we decided we were old enough to stay home alone. And we decided 
that we were going to swap bedrooms one night, like on a Friday night, my parents were out to dinner. My mom came home. Oh, she will tell this story that it was her birthday. So she came home on her birthday and there were like dressers in the hallway. <laughs> she was like, what, <laughs> what is happening? But we did switch rooms. So I moved into that room in eighth grade um, and it felt really awesome because it was just at the other end of the house from the other bedrooms. Um, and I would say from a from a furniture perspective, I don't think much had changed since I was more of a little girl. I don't remember like picking out furniture or even really picking out bedding, but I do remember decorating the walls. So I would have had um, some ballet posters, some dance inspired posters on the walls. Um, I had wicker, white wicker furniture that was kind of my furniture from when I was a kid, a desk, a dresser with um, like a dressing table style mirror, you know, where like the top yeah. part and then had the mirror and a couple smaller drawers. And it was white wicker I had an old a, a brass bed frame that was just our family's. So all of that was just sort of there. Brass and wicker was so hot. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, and yeah, I just remember loving taking care of the walls and putting stuff up on the walls. I don't know. Um, I loved to, my room would get very, very, very messy. I would let it get that way. And then I would spend an entire day kind of cleaning and organizing and purging and going through stuff. I remember having kind of memento boxes. I was much more mm, sentimental oh in those days. Yes, you know me what I mean? Too. Like I was programs, so dance programs and like travel tickets, movie I stuff. I kept absolutely yes. everything. And I was pretty organized about it. Like yeah. it was very um, memory box style photo albums that I would you know, put together and do, Oh, I remember dried roses. Did you ever hang? Yes. Hang oh roses? My gosh. Yes, with yes. ribbons. And I would hang my point shoes. Uh-huh. I mean, so yes, I would have had, it's coming back as I'm talking. Um, and then, yeah, I had a little bathroom. I had my own bathroom in that room, which was awesome. We, we remodeled that house when I was a senior in high school, but at the time it was very fifties, sixties, like nothing had been redone. Um, but I did have my own little bathroom um, I don't know. You go. I feel like I'll, yeah. I'll remember more details. But OK. OK. So in high school, my family lived in this old mansion. It's so crazy. Like it had been it was a little town. It had been one of the six like original mansions in wow, the town. And that's the top really cool. floor, it was really cool. The top floor had burned down. But, so they rebuilt. So the top floor was new. Ha- it had been three stories. It was now two. The top floor was new and kind of weird, honestly. Um, but the first floor so I, I had my bedroom on the on the um, second second floor for a while. And then I want to say in 10th grade, I moved into the downstairs into what had been the study. So it had no closet. It didn't. It really wasn't a bedroom. So right. it wasn't set up like that. It had windows wrapped all the way around and they were 14 foot windows. Wow. And my stepmom had zero interest in redecorating this house. She did not want to deal with it. It was like, you know, she dealt like with the fact that we lived there, but it wasn't her style. Yeah. It was not kind of what she was all about. So she just kind of left things as they were. So I had velvet curtains. Okay. Which were like the original like 14 foot velvet curtains in my room. I want to say I had gold wallpaper, like gold flecked wallpaper. It looked like a time capsule, but I thought it was awesome. And so I really went like all in on like Victorian Mm. decor. So I already had a four poster bed and a matching cherry vanity that my um, grandma, my Nana Mm -hmm. had given me. And that was from, I don't know, early 20th century. Okay. And then I, I remember pouring over bedding and I ended up picking something with like, like pale pink roses Mm -hmm. on it. And Oh my gosh, I think I got like a frilly like rose covered um uh like 
I mean, what's the word I'm even looking for? The, like a dust ruffle for my mm-hmm. vanity yes, yes, yes. chair. I mean, I was like the frillier. Like the Laura better. Ashley. I'm picturing Laura, like Laura Ashley, Ashley inspired. All the yeah. way. Like the more f- like the more ribbons and frilly things and ruffles and flowers, the better. And so every, a lot of that floral yeah. is back now. Do you? Feel? Oh, I know. Yes, yeah. I've seen. Maybe yeah, not really in is. home decor as much. But like yet. Clothing, clothing and like shoes, accessories. Bags. Yeah. Like those big florals. Yes. yes, I I've seen those and it, it kind of makes me have like a little moment of I would never go that crazy again with it. But I would I do like it in small I'm, doses. Like I'm really liking shoes. it. Yes, I'm really liking it in accent pieces right now. Yeah. <clears throat> so. um, So, yeah. And like just like you said, like m- half of the decor in my bedroom was mementos, like yeah. anything I had a poster from yes. or a, a picture of me and my friends or anything I could hang. Like I had bunches of those um, bulletin boards uh-huh. and I would have. I would have programs from shows that I was yep. in and tickets tacked all over them. Yep. And they were, I had several of those and it's called, so funny now. I think that must be just a uniquely teenage thing. Yeah. Like wanting to record mm-hmm. and not only record, but display the fact that you have memories and you have people yeah. that you do things with. Like I really wanted like a visual. Yeah. And, and related to that, like making collages, which I know we both yes. probably did. It's the same thing. It's like your style's developing. So you want a visual way to show that and today yeah. that would be like an instagram feed right but yes it, was, it would that's it so was funny tangible at the time um yeah. i i love picturing this this yeah. victorian bedroom um i know we're supposed to talk about college but i have kind of a transition story can sure, i tell it real ahead. quick yeah so later in high school like quite a bit later i was probably 17 maybe going into senior year and i had a boyfriend i was much more independent we would hang out at this coffee shop and um, the coffee shop was going out of business and had a red velvet couch. Maybe I've told this story on the podcast. It's sounding familiar. It had a red. Vel- I don't remember this. Okay. So it, there was a red velvet couch and I, my favorite color has always been red, but I was like really into it at the time. Like red just seemed like that's my signature color. Mm-hmm. It was the kind of velvet, the real, not the heavy velvet that stays the same kind of pallor throughout, but the kind that looks, um, differently shadowed like when you like do not even crush about, like, like crushed velvet not all the way to crushed velvet but kind of in that direction like okay. when you move around the okay the, the grain you see all the differences and like red a velveteen I, mean, I don't know i have no idea what i'm talking about it's not like i know the difference between these fabrics but right okay. me neither okay I, I do have a picture of the red velvet couch somewhere so it, this coffee shop is going out of business and i decide that it's really important to me that i buy this red velvet couch and my mom let me to her credit because think how disgusting that couch was it was in oh my a coffee shop that allowed smoking first of all oh. but I, none of this was in my mind at the time it was just like I am old enough and cool enough to have a red velvet couch in my bedroom at home. And we I somehow my, my boyfriend borrowed a truck or something and it was $75. <laughs> I paid $75 of my own money. Which was a lot of money. Yeah. And I had never bought a piece of furniture because I lived at home yeah. and we got it home and it was in my bedroom uh, for the last. And then I, I'm sure my mom got rid of it. I think we gave it to my brother's girlfriend who then also had it in her room, which like who I just feel like that's like, oh, there uh, was probably bugs in it. Yes, like, it was oh, probably so <laughs> disgusting. So thanks, mom, for letting me do that, because it right. really did make me feel grown up and independent. And it was in my in my bedroom and I'd sit on it. And it was like me trying to be collegiate when I wasn't quite there yet. Like it was the right. type of thing you do in an apartment or a dorm room, maybe. And I re- just was so in love with it. I wanted it in my high school bedroom. Oh, my gosh, that is so funny. OK. Well, that makes a great transition into college, I think, because college was where my style really changed a lot. Okay. So do you want to go first? No, and talk you go. About you, yeah. Talk about how yours changed. Okay. So you know that um, Jenna was my roommate yes. in college. 
and she's my sister-in-law now. Jenna was always way more sophisticated than like any of my friends. She always had the coolest styles and she was a little more hippie chick. Mm-hmm. I definitely remember her embracing like Delia's before anybody else and yeah. all that stuff. So we really like took that as an opportunity to totally update our style. So we both. OK, so this was 1995. OK, we both wound up buying. And I remember buying these. I think we bought these for ourselves. Like We spent kind of a lot of money on our bedspreads and we talked a lot about what bedspreads we were going to get. So I got a Ralph Lauren set that was like a um, red and blue plaid. Oh, OK. Sheets. Yes. And then this heavy denim yes. um, comforter, which I used to call, I can't remember what we used to call it, the hot blanket or something, because it was so heavy. <laughs> and Jenna had a like blue and green plaid, qu- uh, I want to say hers was flannel. Okay. And so they coordinated everything yep. that we had, like kind of coordinated. And it was just kind of funny that like plaid was so, mm-hmm. so, so in then. Mm-hmm. I think it's kind of back. Um, but so our bedding, we had the, like the loft beds and our bedding was very, very preppy. But then as we started shopping, we started bringing in all these kind of like hippie elements. Like mm-hmm. we had a huge batik thing that hung, um, you know, like a wall hanging. Yes. It yes. was enormous. It hung behind our our couch. Our couch, was, our couch was just a like someone's cast off. I don't remember there being much special about it. We may have covered it with something, but I don't really remember much about that. Otherwise, I would say our dorm room was was decorated in disgusting filth because we were terrible. Like the two of us together were the messiest people. Like you and I in a hotel room? Yes. We threw stuff everywhere. And then neither of us, we were both enablers. Like neither of us cleaned it we didn't get mad at each other about it we just let our plate like by the end of the year we could barely move in there and I think our RA stopped by at one point and was like you guys got to do something about this (laughs) it was terrible we had no idea there could have been dead animals I want to live in a college dorm right now I know doesn't it sound so fun nostalgia it's gonna run away that is really great. Oh, one one other thing. This has nothing to do with, with decor, but I just want to go back to this moment in time because I was watching a movie the other day with my sister. Gosh, I can't remember what movie it was. Um, oh, some like indie film. But there was a daughter in it and she had this like suede coat with the Sherpa. Yes. Oh, um, yeah, the yeah, Sherpa yeah, yeah. cuffs yes, and everything. Yes, yes. And she had like a small backpack. And I said, oh, my gosh, I had that exact like that exact combo in college. And Jenna did, too. But hers was dark. So she okay. had like a dark suede coat we both went to wilson's together and put them on layaway because we could not afford them and then we came back and paid them off and um she had like a short dark brown sherpa coat or sorry suede coat with sherpa um cuffs and you know the like the little lines on Mm -hmm. i don't even know how to the little accents and i had a longer one mine was like tan but suede and Sherpa. And then I had like a little, like the backpack that cinches at the top. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And mine, mine was black pleather. And Jenna's, I want to say, was like distressed brown leather. You guys were, so you were we, a we were there and it like, it matched our bedding somehow. It's like just as a snapshot, you just can't get I more 90s. I love it so much. It is like, it's like adorable <laughs> in the way that like kids are adorable. It's like adorable yes. in, yeah. I love it so much. Okay. So, uh, you have met my college roommate. We were randomly assigned, yeah. though, and she listens to this podcast. Hey, roommate. Um, so what's funny about... Okay, so I was going far away to school. I was going to Northwestern from Southern California, and I remember getting uh, catalogs or some flyer about how you had to have extra long... You know, the, the beds were that extra long dorm-sized bunk bed. 
Uh, do you know what yeah. I'm talking about? Like yep. it wasn't a normal twin size. Yep. And so I naively, I think number one, I was really excited. And I, when I get excited, I totally like do shopping <laughs> nesting. Like, yeah. so I did not, you don't always do all the necessary, uh, homework research. first. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> so I did not realize I got the one flyer for this bedding that you could purchase. I it must've been included in like my like packet or something that Northwestern sent. I didn't realize that you could go to like a department store or like a bed bath. We didn't have any bed bath and beyond or anything like that near us, but there are other places that make that size of bed, yes, but I didn't I've realize that. It. So I only, I just ordered what they had, which was totally ugly. And I got to school and realized like, Oh, like any company, any like linenware company, you can get those at TJ Maxx. Right. But we didn't have <laughs> TJ Maxx. We didn't yeah. have the internet. I did not know this. So right. my bedding was very plain. It was light blue and, and the duvet was like, um, reversible side, like light blue, dark blue it was yep. fine. But I remember kind of feeling dumb like when I got to bummed. school and yeah. Allison had some cute thing. She'd picked out like the bed in the bag type thing. And I was like, Oh, I thought this was like some custom size I had to order from the flyer that came. <laughs> to my door. Anyway, okay, so that was my bedding. I think my our dorm room decor, it's funny you say that about you guys being messy because Allison is so neat. And I think that rubbed off on me because I can be very messy, but I think we were pretty neat. And she was definitely more skilled in the ways of taking care of our space. Like I remember she had a can of pledge and would like dust every week. And I was oh my like, gosh, wow, that's, that's so funny. really grown up. You're like, up. you're such a grown up. I know, oh my goodness. Really grown up. But I remember we had like a, a, all of our decor was Allison. I just, I also, I traveled from farther. I couldn't drive. So like I didn't right. have the same way of accumulating stuff for our room yeah. when I was from far away. Um, I do remember, so our desks had like a shelf above and I have always loved a pretty bookshelf, like kind of arranging things on a shelf in an artful way. And I had this little clock that I actually still have. I think it's from Restoration Hardware or Pottery Barn. It was something that seemed very grown up and it's a little kind of antique looking um, shelf clock, like a little small yeah. one. So I had that and I remember like having little touches that felt grown up. But at the same time, I had a giant Tom Cruise from Top Gun poster on the wall, <laughs> oh, which again, this it. is late 90s. So that was like, to right. me, that was being like retro kind of. Right. Um, before retro was really cool. Right. And before right. Tom Cruise went crazy. So like right. in that time period, um, <laughs> the like, golden years, like 80s Tom Cruise nostalgia in the late yeah. 90s before we knew right. it was crazy. I love it. So I did have a big Top Gun poster and then lots of photos. I would just print, take and print photos. And just my entire wall was photos of friends from home and then yeah. new new photos of friends from school um and we had very small dorm rooms so that was we lived in dorms freshman sophomore yeah. year that were Ours basically they were identical and then my junior year I lived abroad and also had a teeny room and then our senior year we did have an apartment but maybe we'll talk about that like in our when we talk about like 20. Well, yeah. So I was, so my next one was post college, but you could definitely yeah, include like, my, like your first, it's really more early twenties. Yeah. Like, you know, your first kind of place that's not created for you by an adult. Right. Where you get to like, yeah. So should we move on to that? Yeah. Yeah. You can, you can okay. go first. Okay. So my first post college, I'm not going to count the house that I lived in with my friends after we moved out of the dorms because it was essentially just the same. <laughs> like, right. We just moved everything out of the dorm. I had a room, you yeah. know, it wasn't like anything right. in particular. So I'm going to talk about my first um, post-college apartment that was just mine. Okay. And John's because well, by this point we're married. We yeah. moved out of the house, out of the the flop house, as I like to call it, <laughs> and into uh, an apartment of our yeah. own. And so we had... Um, a plaid hand-me-down sofa. Okay. It was basically, and this would have been 1997, so it was decorated in shades of plaid and oak Okay, that had been mostly handed off to us by various family members. We had right. an oak 
kitchen table, plaid dining room table, or uh, sorry, sofa. We had an oak um, uh, TV entertainment yep. system. Um, all, I think everything was given to us by somebody. And I remember the feeling I remember of that was like, none of this is mine. Like I, yes. I remember this really weird yes. feeling of like, I wouldn't really have chosen any of yes. these things. I really relate and to I, that. And I don't know what to do about it. Like I didn't have quite the, it was fine. We lived in like a really cute little apartment and I tried to make it my own with like little touches, but I didn't have money to spend yeah. on art and stuff. So it was, I just remember this really weird disconnection from my physical yes. space. And it's really hard for me to conjure up images of those places because I don't, I just didn't feel, I don't know, very connected to any yes. of it. It was fine. It was cute enough. Um, I was really busy, <laughs> so I didn't really care that much. And everyone's at our age, everybody's place looked like that. Yeah. Spending a lot of time looking at things like dishes mm -hmm. and just things that were relatively inexpensive that I felt like I could make the space my own because yeah. it just didn't feel like my own. Right. Yeah. yeah. No, I really relate to that. I actually relate to that even in my adult life um, as we've moved in various houses, feeling like it's not mine for whatever reason, either because we do come into hand-me-down furniture yeah. or someone else designed it or whatever. Um, well, let me ask you this. Yeah. Well, and I'll, you'll talk about it in a minute. I, I will say that for me, my bedroom was always the place where I, I could the most express Absolutely. because it's just a bed. Who cares? You can put stuff on it. And the bedspread takes up so much space and it's such a focal point. So I really did stick hard yep. with the with my like floral and sort of romantic yeah. um, look well into my 20s. Like I had I remember having a bedspread that was like purple on one side. And if you flipped it over, it was like purple and yellow flowers on the other side okay. that was two, three years. I think, I mean, being married made it, you couldn't go too crazy girly, yeah. but John didn't really care. So there was a lot of flowers going on. Yeah. 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 Okay. So what about you? Describe your well, early okay. 20s. So I think I'll skip my, my senior year, Allison and I lived in an, an apartment in Evanston, but again, it was our first time accumulating furniture because we'd been in dorms or sororities or whatever, but I think I'll skip that one. And I'm going to talk about my first apartment after college. And it was Allison, my same roommate. And then we had two guy roommates. So there were four of us. And the funny thing that, about this apartment is it was one of those condos in Wicker Park, like in the borderline of Wicker Park that goes into Ukrainian village for Chicago people, which at the time was like just being gentrified. So there were all these old places that have been knocked down, brand new condos built up, but they were relatively affordable because the neighborhood was very much in transition. And so we had this amazing brand new four bedroom uh, apartment for four kids right out of college. And it was totally right. affor affordable. And I remember even someone saying at the time, like, you guys are not going to have new appliances for like another 15 or 20 right, years. Right, this is as like, good as it's going to get for a, you. So we had brand new washer dryer, brand new yep. dishwasher, countertops. I'm sure everything had done had been done like at budget level, but because it was brand new, you know, the floors, the, the, the wood floors, everything was brand new. And we just felt like it was like um, being in the wrong, like kids in a fancy house. It was like, it was so wrong because we didn't have yeah. money for to furnish a place. And even like the people downstairs who had money, they were like yuppies working in the city. And we were like, it was like we were playing dress up, like that feeling right. of like, we don't yes. belong here. And so we each did our rooms our own way. Mine was Ikea. And there was some some light purple and then dark purple and yellow going on. I remember like some throw pillows. Um, my bed was a, uh, what do you call them? A futon. It was yeah. a futon mattress bed. 
And because I was young, that didn't hurt my body, which now seems inconceivable. Um, I, I, how, how? How? I don't understand. Right? Yeah. And really low to the ground and like yeah. no cushion. Um, I remember doing a lot with scrap fabric. Like I'd go to the fabric store and get um, remnants and like do a lot of like artful draping. Like uh-huh. so my window might have just had plain blinds, but then I do that thing where I got some fabric and just kind of like draped it over draped to look it like over. curtains yes yeah. um or like a piece of fabric over the top of my dresser and and part of it was because all the ikea stuff was that unfinished wood because i was like yep. going in at the cheapest level so then i would drape things over it um but one other funny thing about that apartment from the group standpoint out in the main living area is our two guy roommates who are awesome still friends with them to this day they built an entertainment center out of cinder blocks and um like pl- like the thin plywood, you know, like the not a two by four, but like the the big sheets of pressed. I don't know if it's press board or plywood. This is where my construction knowledge. But they just basically like Lego stacked the cinder blocks and then made cutouts for the TV and all the things. And this is before Pinterest, before DIY. They just right. did it. And we thought it was like the most ingenious thing ever. It's just kind of <laughs> it's just kind of funny. Like we had no there was no, we had no furniture. We'd all come from these right. dorm rooms and then we had this big place to fill up. So I have very happy memories. We were in that apartment for two years. Okay, Megan, like many of our listeners, I'm sure I've been doing some spring cleaning in my closet lately. And it always feels so good to get rid of clothes. I'm not wearing things that don't fit or that aren't my style anymore. But you know what I realized? All of my Vionic shoes are always in the keep pile. They just tick all the boxes. They're cute, comfy, high quality. They last forever. And I love growing my Vionic collection, especially with the latest styles from their Vionic Vitals collection. The Vionic Vitals collection offers daily wear styles designed for elegance, comfort, and versatility. We both love the Uptown Loafer, which collapses flat, so it's perfect for travel. The Chardonnay Heeled Sandal, which I know you love, Sarah. The Walk 23 Classic Sneaker, which our team member Katie gets compliments on all the time. And the Willa Slip-On Flat, one of my favorites, which comes in 12 colors for any outfit. Yeah, I need to uh, get the Willa Slip-On Flat. That's next on my list. Well, listeners, if you're ready to try the shoes we're always raving about, use code THEMOMHOUR15 at checkout for 15% off your entire order at bionicshoes.com when you log into your account. That's one-time use only. Bionic Shoes, wearable well-being for your feet. Sarah, our sponsor, Haya Health, makes a kid's daily multivitamin that parents can feel great about giving their kids because they have no added sugars or dyes. And our kids who have tried Haya vitamins have loved them, which is important, right? Because what good is a bottle of vitamins that your kid won't take? Haya was founded by two dads who didn't like the ingredients label on some of the popular children's vitamins they were seeing on store shelves. So they got to work developing a formula that would help fill the most common nutrient gaps in modern kids' diets. Haya's Chewable Kids Vitamin is made with a blend of 12 organic fruits and vegetables and then supercharged with 15 essential vitamins and minerals. They're also vegan, dairy-free, allergy-free, gelatin-free, and nut-free. Haya manufactures their vitamins right here in the USA with globally sourced ingredients, and then they ship their chewable vitamins directly to your door on a pediatrician-recommended schedule. We've worked out a special deal with Haya for their best-selling children's vitamin. You're going to get 50% off your first order. To claim this deal, go to HayaHealth.com slash MomHour. This deal is not available on their regular website. Go to H-I-Y-A-H-E-A-L-T-H dot com slash MomHour and get your kids the full body nourishment they need to grow into healthy adults. Oh, I love it. Okay, so that was your early 20s. Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to skip forward to like 26 because I think up until 26, I basically lived in a series of apartments that looked pretty much just like the one I moved into at 20. So, you know, the same stuff kind of followed me from place to place. And in my late, in my late twenties, so like 26, we moved into a house. Okay. Um, I'm going to call the period from night from 25 to 30, the Ikea and home aisle at target years for me. That was when I I was making a little, you know, we were making a little bit of money. So we had money to spend something on something that we bought. Right. It didn't have to be a hand-me-down or something that we got at a garage sale, but we didn't have money for real stuff. yet. Right. So it was all like, and I remember being very artful with things like those crazy Ikea bookshelves that are like really tall and they have like nine cubes in them, you know what I'm talking yep. about? Mm-hmm. And you can like use them to kind of like uh, define a room yep. or like, yeah. And so I just feel like we had a lot of that kind of stuff. And you'd sometimes make a purchase and put the whole thing together and it would take forever. And then you're like, ugh, like what was I yeah. thinking? Um, I also remember from that time, a lot of Asian inspired decor. So this would have been like, I don't know, two, 2004, 2003, maybe to like 2008 is the time period I'm talking about okay. so it's in there. And remember you'd go to like target and they'd have those, those pre framed prints mm-hmm. And they would have like, they'd be red and they'd have like a, like a, a Chinese writing yes, on them or something yes. or like something vaguely Zen looking yes. or like a yin and a yang. I think I had some of those in my house. The thing is, I didn't know what my style was and, right. and I knew it wasn't what it had been. I wasn't really into super frilly stuff anymore. Right. And I wasn't into like that super um, romantic, feminine, Victorian look. Mm-hmm. I was moving towards something more more streamlined, but I just didn't know what it was. Right. So I was very susceptible to mass produced art <laughs> yeah, and, and kind of just going to with the flow of what everyone else was doing. And the target aisle was like the perfect place to do that because you would just go there and be like, Ooh, I didn't know this could be stylish. Right. And then you were kind of just going on somebody else's Yep. Somebody else's yep. style. And yep. I moved in and out of several different of those between 25 and 30 and 30. Well, I was 29, but almost 30 when we moved to Chicago. And we just happened to like luck out into this fantastic two flat, great bones, great architecture. And it was grown up like that yeah. was our first like really grown up place. No- lovely kitchen. Um, great wood all the way, you know, woodwork yeah. all the way throughout. And we had a little money. So we were again like buying some things to make it look nice. And yeah. I think that was like the transition for me into what kind of has become my current style, which yeah. is a lot more streamlined, but I'll let you take over from there. But that's how I, I closed out my twenties having yeah. gone through several iterations of 20 something style, I guess. Yeah. I think we all do it, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. And we've talked a lot about like making do with what is given to you. And I think one of the big transitions as you move into your late twenties or thirties or whatever is like actually being able to make some of those choices yourself. Yes. So they're, and they're not always good. <laughs> n- no, they're not always good. And when you were talking about target, I was at first kind of struggling to think about. So for me, this era would have been like newly married, um, you know, skip over Brian and I had one first apartment together in Chicago. Then we moved to Arizona. So this is like my Arizona first house probably and second house. Um, but for me, it wasn't Target. It was Cost Plus World Market, which I still oh, yes. love. I do love World and Market. There yeah. was a one. There was one very close, and they had enough of everything. They had they furniture. Had everything. They had yes. furniture that was affordable. 
Throw pillows. Throw pillows that were great. <laughs> Textiles and fabrics again. That um, And I think what I loved is, so we got married. We had a you know pretty traditional wedding. We got a lot of very nice things. Brian comes from the Northeast, so I feel like he grew up in kind of like a pottery barn looking, very... Yes. Like very clean traditional, not old fashioned traditional, yeah. but traditional. But coastal, that coastal yes. look. And yeah. I, I felt like this tension between that is a great basic palette. I mean, I have a pottery barn dining room table. There's some, I still, when the catalog comes, you look at it because it's beautiful. But there was this tension because I wanted something that was a little bit more interesting, more me, mm-hmm. a little more maybe boho or like a little more modern. I wasn't sure. But I just wanted something else. And and from our wedding and the gifts we received, the little lamps, the accent pieces, it always felt like it was a great baseline. But I needed to make it, I don't know, like more Your interesting. Own. No, I and get my it. Own. Yeah. And yeah. Um, so we had some Pottery Barn pieces that were gifts or wedding gifts. And then World Market would be where I would go for the picture frames and the the candle holders and the doodads and the things to put on a shelf. And, um, I, you know, I, I remember having a lot of fun decorating in those years almost more than I do now like I feel like we're gonna get to where we are now but I feel like I'm in another style transition now where I don't want to go to world market or I'll find myself going there or to home goods and then I get stuff and it it either looks cheap or it's not my yeah. style I don't know I feel like I'm going through like another of those transitions but I, I had a lot of fun in those years figuring out what it was and sometimes like you said it was a framed poster um, I really liked those sort of you know like the vintage cocktail posters yep. like the, oh yeah the lady the, holding the French a wa- lady yes <laughs> yes so a couple of those yeah. um yeah, yeah I, I remember our bedspread when you said that you can't be too girly once you get married that reminded me of our first bedspread I think I had just gotten it maybe before we moved in but it was pottery barn and it was this really pretty sage green and it had just little embroidered flowers like spaced throughout so it was like yeah but it was a little girly for a married bedroom yeah anyway. well it's it's funny okay so I'll I, and I'm just gonna kind of so my last little category that I had was mit was actually I didn't really talk about my early 30s but I'm just gonna skip right into my 30s to now because I think I can kind of sum it up yeah <laughs> it's been 10 years right so I think what I hear the tension because in my early 30s, I spent a lot of time shopping for home decor because A, I had little kids and shopping was like kind of a time, like a pastime. Mm-hmm. It was a hobby. Um, and then I got over that pretty quickly after I think, I don't know, realizing that it really stinks to take all your kids out shopping. But there, I can remember a time when I would yep. load kids up and go wander around the aisle or it was a, an escape. I yeah. would do it as like a way to get out. Um spending a lot of time looking at stuff and imagining what it would look like in my house. Mm-hmm. And I think at some point I just kind of realized like that wasn't the kind of accumulation I wanted to be doing anymore. I like already accumulated everything I wanted right. to accumulate yep. and going forward. What I wanted to do was make things better. I yes. wanted to replace pieces with better pieces. I wanted to yes. have real art. And that's where the tension came in. Like, yeah. because I don't, as we've talked about before, i still don't feel super comfortable picking, yeah. choosing art. I've gotten better, way, way better. Um, and my tastes were streamlining. I would say I was still into, I still love antiques and I still love old stuff, but I've sort of settled into like a 30s, 40s, 50s antique mm-hmm. style, yeah. 60s maybe, not like the frilly 1880s stuff that I was into before or, you know, 1900. And then I also just now that I'm in my own space, like, I am letting some of those touches of girliness kind of come back mm-hmm. in. My bedroom stuff has been gray and, um, 
like just various different metal shades Mm -hmm. for a long time. And now I'm like kind of playing with bringing in things like I've got like a bright orange bedspread or like a throw blanket on Mm -hmm. my bed and I'll probably bring some more florals in here. And I have art all over my walls. It's just taken me a long time to get comfortable with that. And and I do have some pieces I've spent kind of a lot of money on Mm -hmm. that. And I'm happy about that. So, you know, and when I say kind of a lot, it's still not a lot. I'm still not spending five grand on a sofa, as we said before, but like I'm spending money that that makes me want to make sure that this is what I really want. Right. And that I feel good about the piece when I put it in my house. So I don't know. That's kind of where I'm at now. And I feel like I just summed up 10 years really quickly. But there's not there's just not as much to say, because now I look around and I see that my place is just like a reflection of who I am, but who I've been. And like I'm always culling. I'm getting rid of a lot of stuff. And yeah. Yeah. I don't know. What no, about you? I love that. Well, I, I have, I don't know, I've said it on the show, but I've been in a decor rep for a while. You've been in my house. It's a beautiful house. I, this is, yeah. I, I love this you do house have a lovely home. more than I've liked any house that I've lived in as a raw house, but I just have, feel pretty stuck with decorating. And so I don't know, it's just something I need to get over. But I think part of it is what we're talking about. Like 10 years ago, it was about the cheap accumulation. Um, and that was relatively low stakes. And, you know, we moved every couple of years and I moved the furniture around and put new stuff up on the wall. And I think I'm busier now. And yep. I just, um, I feel like I have a hesitant, a hesitancy to spend money and it's kind of misplaced. Like I actually yeah. would just be happier if I budgeted 500 bucks and did a little room makeover of some room or another. Yep. Um, and so, yeah, one thing I w- that occurred to me as we like went progressively through this is how satisfying it is to decorate a small space. You know, we started yes. with our bedrooms in high school and then dorm rooms. Um, and I think that's always been so much more so much easier for me. And I think a lot of people would relate to this. Like that's why I, your bedroom is so easy to yes, get. Yes. A bedroom right, is yeah. easy. I love holiday decorating for that yep. same reason, because there's like a finite number of things that you can do in a relatively short time span or like a front porch. I love to style my front porch for yep. the season. I love to style a mantle. I love to style a bookshelf. Um, it's when you have the whole space that it gets over overwhelming, especially with the art. Yeah. So yeah. And moving into this little house, it helped me in a way because I had to cull so much mm-hmm. stuff. And now everything I have had a place like I didn't have to. In fact, I mean, I didn't have a place for everything, I guess I should yeah. say. Every every place in this house is full. Yeah. <laughs> and there were things I had to like not use, which actually was great because there were pieces I've been carrying around that I didn't love because mm-hmm. I just had space to fill. And like I thought, oh, well, I don't need this anymore because... I don't have room yes, for it. Like so this is literally got to go. Yeah. Yeah. It's got to go. And so that was like a really good exercise in scaling back almost. It's not a college dorm, but it's tiny. Right. I mean, my living space is very small in this yeah. house and the amount of decoratable space yeah. is small. So I had to be really clear about how I want it to look. And now I really like it. It yeah. feels very me. And it just, it's kind of like, I feel like I like wiped the slate clean. Yeah. And it was good and, timing yeah. for you with like, yeah. you needed your own space and yep. well, I can't wait to see it. I know um, you're going to be here I soon. Know. So, yay. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, I feel like I didn't say that much except to complain a little about where I am now. No, I know. super That's, fun. My like, last I really decade wanna... of life was just that was like a snap. But yeah. I think it's just not as it's hard. We're in a hard place when it comes to all this stuff. So. I really loved the 
the deep dive into our high school and college. I feel really nostalgic actually about those rooms. Like I could, I could visually paint a very detailed picture of my freshman year dorm room. Me too. I want now. I kind of want those sheets in that that plaid blanket back, or the plaid sheets in the denim blanket. Yeah, I want the chance to pick one that fits my bed that isn't like (laughs) the factory issued. (laughs) Right. Yeah, Um, I love it. We would love to hear from you guys too. Hello at themomhour.com. We always get um, really fun responses to these episodes because everyone wants to chime in and tell us about your your decor style through the years. Um, show notes will be at themomhour.com. Um, oh, I wanted to plug our newsletter real quick before we oh, wrap yeah. up. So once a month, we've been doing it all through 2018, kind of on the side. Once a month, we send a newsletter and um, we alternate between Megan and me and Katie Addis, who's our contributor as a new mom. Um, and we do a, a essay at the beginning of the newsletter, and it doesn't really appear anywhere else. So if you want to hear our writing and get that side of it, um, we've had some good ones, I think. it's I'm up this time. So I'll have an essay in the August newsletter. It'll drop uh, the first Sunday in August, which is next Sunday, if you're listening to this when it comes out. And you can sign up right on our website at themomhour.com, just in the sidebar. And then other fun things in the newsletter are all the promo codes from all of our sponsors. It's really handy if you want to take advantage of some of those great deals. We just list them all at the end, um, all the ones that are still active. So that's really handy. And then some other fun stuff in the newsletter that we don't share anywhere else. So head to themomhour.com and sign up for that, and you'll get my essay next Sunday. It's been fun. All right, guys. Talk soon. The Mom Hour is supported by partners like Erica. Erica is the social media health app for teens that gives them the tools to unplug when they need to for improved health, study focus, sleep, and daily balance. Erica was built by a dad of three boys who saw that teens themselves were really becoming self-aware to the risks of social media, and he wanted to help them self-regulate. Erica works to hide distracting apps from your phone at the touch of a button, keeping them out of sight and out of mind without deleting your data. Tell your teens about Erica and save 20% on the Erica family plan with promo code THEMOMHOUR. Go to erica.app and search for plans. That's Erica with a K, E-R-I-K-A dot A-P-P and use code THEMOMHOUR to save 20%. Sarah, I started a Substack last spring just kind of as an experiment and it turns out I love it. I'm treating it kind of like an old school blog, writing about things that are happening in my life. Megan, I've loved following your stuff on Substack, and I actually just really like Substack in general. You know, we've both been a lot less active on Instagram lately, and I'm finding that Substack scratches that itch to connect and create without all the busyness of a typical social media feed. So I would love it if Mom Hour listeners wanted to look me up there. I'm at meganfrancis.substack.com, and that's Megan with two A's, M-E-A-G-A-N francis.substack.com.